0: Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro podcast. I am Shana Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so they can be more effective in their jobs. Our guest today is Zeb Couch. He oversees strategic enterprise accounts at Lead Genius. Zeb, could you take a minute and introduce yourself and your role?
1: Sure, sure. Um, so uh, at Lead Genius, I'm, I'm sort of heading up the strategic accounts team. So our focus over here is to kind of help people figure out what data they need, what personalized data they need uh, to sort of run their, their sales and their marketing teams. Uh, and then once we are able to get them the data that they need, we help them figure out sort of the best way to use it.
0: Excellent, excellent. So being in, on the strategic account side, what are some of the ways that sales enablement processes have impacted your efficiency and productivity at your organization?
1: I don't know if you guys have found this, but I feel like whenever I talk about sales enablement with different people, sometimes it like means different things within different orgs. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have found that, but you know, people sort of kind of define it differently sometimes. Um, I think over here we sort of consider sales enablement kind of really being the process of giving salespeople, you know the best data and the best content that they need to really tell the right story to the right person at the right time right and i think it's important to kind of bring those pieces together in a way that obviously supports them but really helps increase efficiency and productivity right and all that is ultimately kind of measured by revenue generation so i think sort of we think of sales enablement as again bringing together data which really at the end of the day is the right person and and information on the right time to reach that person. And the content is really all about that right story. And we've really worked to put a process in place so that the way that we deliver the data and content is delivered in a way that's efficient and productive for the team.
0: Excellent. So tell me a little bit about what sales enablement looks like in your organization. How is it currently structured at Lead Genius?
1: Yeah. So it kind of straddles for us. Um, kind of a sales ops and a marketing ops role. Um, I think the data we have really coming from um, our sales ops folks. Um, So our director of sales ops, Adam Louie, and the folks on his team are, are, you know, sort of using our own tools to go and find the information that the sales folks need. Uh, And then on the marketing side, they're really helping us sort of put together the right content to reach those people with um and also sort of helping us to make sense of you know the different intent signals and and the different data points that we're gathering around timing to make sure that we're delivering that content um you know to the right person when they're at the right point in the buying cycle you know that's kind of matched to their role and and also their company's industry so it kind of straddles both sales ops and marketing ops for us
0: yeah no, that that's perfect um actually if you don't mind me deviating a little bit from the interview no not at all let's let's do that for sure I, I love what you've been talking about, uh, pairing data and content to align to the buyer's journey. Can you explain to me, especially with the strategic accounts that you oversee, kind of yeah. how you guys think about approaching those accounts um, holistically and um, using the data that you have to to make sure that you're surfacing the content that's most relevant to those prospective buyers when you're engaging with them?
1: Yeah. So from a, from a strategy perspective um... – we kind of have three layers to how we're going after accounts, right? And, and those three layers relate back to what I think has kind of become like the buzzword of, of the last two years, which is ABM, right? So we have, we've sort of structured our account approach for both account-based market and account-based sales in, in kind of three tiers. So we kind of have like this programmatic tier where we're sort of tapping into thousands of potential target accounts. That's sort of our third base tier. The second tier is um, really hundreds of accounts that we kind of take, you know, like a one-to-few type of approach. Things are a little bit more personalized. Uh, the the efforts that we put in place to sort of identify those accounts have been a little bit more just nuanced and targeted. And then our top our top tier is more of like this one one-to-one approach where we're sort of focusing on maybe tens of accounts that we know we we really want to get into so that's and and each tier kind of has its own tracks that are based on you know industry depending on the accounts that are in those tiers and then also roles so the people that we want to hit at those accounts based by tier and also by industry right so as far as the data goes you know we have the the good fortune of being a data company right at our core so we're able to use a lot of different sources to help us filter accounts into those three tiers Filter the right people into those accounts, uh, and then also use some, you know, sales automation tools to perform the outreach. As far as the content goes, there are two areas where we've really been focusing on recently. So the content pieces, our our VP of Demand Gen has been doing an incredible job in sort of mapping user stories and account content collateral to industries. And that, that is something that we, that we hadn't really done in a meaningful way before. That's the first piece. The second piece as we start to get more sophisticated is being able to have content that is better mapped to not only industry, but where certain accounts in the verticals that I mentioned are aligned around sort of the, their, buying, uh, their buying behavior. So our goal is to kind of develop content that is at the top of the funnel for those three tiers you know, sort of some awareness content, um, sort of high level content around industry. And then as people start to show signals, whether it's from an intent perspective across those tiered accounts, sort of searching for solutions or competitors that are related to us, surfacing them content that's more related to that piece. And as they start to engage with us, um, having another layer of content that maybe dives a little bit deeper into maybe more specific solutions as we start to sort of unpack what, what, what that prospect sales or marketing teams might need and, and kind of what they're looking for. And then I think one other area just to cap this off is, you know, as far as content goes, is what someone becomes a customer of ours, that opens up a whole new opportunity to you know educate them and stay top of mind and continue to deliver value. And I think in a lot of organizations, so much time and energy is spent on developing content to convert people. And maybe less time and energy is spent on developing content to keep people and to use that use those folks and upsell cross sell opportunities if you use that content and cross sell upsell opportunities and also around opportunities just to educate people on on the solution that you provided and maybe new ways that you can use a tool so that's that's sort of at a, a so Shauna, like across sort of all of our account tiers, how we've organized those accounts, how we're trying to map content to those accounts and, and just kind of how, how everything works today and, and also some aspirational stuff. Does, does that help?
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I I love that you guys take an account based approach we we do here as well. And I think that, you know, an account based approach go to market really does dovetail very nicely into sales enablement because I mean, it is that high touch, it is very personalized outreach. And I think sales enablement pairs very nicely. That's exactly what sales enablement is intended to do. It's intended to help the sellers have a a more personalized engagement with their buyers and and really accelerate the velocity velocity of the deal by knowing what the buyer's most interested in and when and how to educate them to move them along the funnel. So that's that sounds amazing and, and right up our alley we we definitely see ABM and sales enablement working hand in hand really well across a lot of organizations.
1: Yeah, I think I think you nailed it just as far as like this word personalization, right? If we've seen how If we just look at the consumer marketplace, your business, our business is all B2B focused, but we kind of think of it as human to human, right? I mean, that's sort of cliche now, but the idea is that we are selling to people. And if we look at what's happening on the consumer side of things, Amazon, Netflix, even Uber and Lyft, everything is personalized to who I am, what I care about, what I'm interested in watching, the things I've purchased, you know, my my frequent destinations, Lyft and Uber will surface those as soon as I open the app it's all around personalizing things to me. And I think in the B2B world, people obviously, again, because we're human to human, are starting to demand that level of personalization when it comes to how sales teams are performing outreach to them, how sales teams and marketing teams are coming together to deliver content that's relevant to me as a buyer. I do a ton of research before I reach out to anyone, right? So the idea here is how do we take those signals and also just maybe even adding some predictive ability to try to surface information that we know is going to be unique and curated to you. I think people demand that today as, as buyers, whether we're in consumer hat or we're wearing our business hat, we need to personalize experiences to people. And I think in a lot of ways, that has been a moving target for people. So we're trying not only in our own business with, with the solutions we deliver, but also as we coach people and work with people, just developing this whole methodology around personalization being at the core of marketing and sales and sales enablement together and, it, and it's tough but you know i think like you guys where we're working through ways to make those experiences more personalized every day
0: no i i love that and i think you're you're absolutely right i think as buyers even in the b2b world you're you are spot on that our b2c experience is now blending into our b2b buying totally. expectations um and so we're expecting sales reps to be more educated, know what it is that we're interested in, know where we are in our buyer's journey, and, and how to get us to the next step as quickly and as easily as possible. And I think that mm-hmm. there's definitely a low tolerance for for sales reps that are trying to send out you know those canned messages that that don't necessarily resonate. So I think enablement is playing a huge role in really trying to kind of up-level the game of, of sales reps within organizations that have to address these these new buyers, basically.
1: Totally, yeah. Yeah, we couldn't agree more, Shauna, for sure.
0: That's very cool. I I want to I want to deviate away from our current talk track and I want to talk to you sure. a little bit just given your your sales background and that you've you've been doing sales now for for some time across several organizations. I would love to talk to you just a little bit about your perspective on um, Sales Enablement's approach to really uh, sales readiness, if you will. So, mm-hmm. you know, as a as you know a rep or as a sales leader, um, I'm sure that you've engaged with Enablement across several fronts. But one of the ones that's probably the most high touch and high visibility is probably the readiness component. So, you know, as you go into a new organization, ensuring that sales onboarding is is working and effective, at, at, all the way through that kind of continuous training. And, and frontline manager coaching. I would love to understand from you just some of the maybe best practices or experiences that you've had on that front, you know, just in the, in the shoes of a sales or sales leader.
1: Sure. Yeah, this is, this is a loaded question. It's a good one. I think totally transparently, I think a lot of the organizations I've worked in could benefit from better processes around hiring and continued education. I feel like it's always kind of been a, just similar to how we talked about maybe a lack of total focus around how we expand existing customers. I feel like there's been a lack of total focus, at least in my experience, around continuing to provide training to to folks once they've been onboarded. I feel like a lot of focus is in finding what we might consider to be the right candidates and kind of ramping them up and we think of a lot of times ramping them up means how quickly can they sell their first deal. And then once that's done, um, oftentimes structure sort of falls away as far as continued education goes. So I feel like a lot of the orgs I've worked within, you know, could have benefited from better processes, um, around that. I think in my opinion, you know, if, if I were to be able to have, you know, more of a hand overall is, um, yes, like material that helps different use cases, of course, and different challenges that we've solved in the past, and some meaningful way to keep all reps up to speed with maybe new use cases and new, you know, new things that are being solved. We use Slack for something like that. We have a dedicated channel for that. But I think overall, I think better coaching needs to go into listening. And maybe this is more of an intangible than kind of you're looking for. But I feel like Sales reps, especially today in like this age of buyer 2.0, where people just do tons of research before they reach out to an organization, sales reps just always need to work on becoming better listeners. And then that goes hand in hand with asking better questions, right? And, and sort of understanding that often what is said is not what is heard. And then I think just coaching and best practices around how do I become a better listener? How do I identify different things that someone might be saying? How do I identify um you know, developing better better strategies as as a person to work to solve different solutions. That is where I think great coaching is 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 just so important to to just help reps have sort of a better bedside manner with how they engage with people. Um, That is something that I think the great sales folks that I've worked with are very, very good at. And it's a rare person that can translate and teach you know, better listening and better questioning skills to people, but better listening, better questioning. Those are two things that I would sort of love to, you know, develop better process around and almost every organization that I've, that I've been a part of. And if there's some way to codify that, I would eat it up. I don't know if that totally answers your question, Shauna, but those are just some of the things that, that came to mind for me around those three areas that you mentioned.
0: Thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you want to know more about, let us know. We'd love to hear from you.